What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And good evening, everybody. Uh, this is episode 20 of the Washington Wrestle Talk. I am your host, Mike. Um, I want to apologize for not doing a live recap show last night um, after NXT because I received word that my great my great uncle um, Dave passed away earlier this week, and then another gentleman that I knew for the better part of thirty years who helped mold me into the person that I am today um, passed away a day later. His name was Dave Compton. Um, I want to thank a couple of my Twitter fan followers, um, you know, Sydney Logan and Clever, uh, for the kind words that they, uh, sent to me. Um, it's been kind of a rough 24 hours for me, but you know, the show must go on. So, uh, let's get started. Um, first things first, I want to thank a certain individual, uh, Tomiko, um, Thank you for listening to my podcast, and thank you for telling me that you did. Um, I've always said that uh, I would give a special shout-out to anybody who posts that they listen to my podcast. And, you know, she um, was really happy to hear that I had so many kind things to say about her. And I told her, and I told her I'm going to tell you guys, it's all the truth. Um, she has a very big upside in, you know, the LFC and I, I can see her going pretty pretty far in, in that. Um, I asked if she would like to be interviewed on the podcast here, and she said um, she would. We just have to iron out the details and how we're going to do this, but um, very soon I will have my, my very first interview, and I cannot wait for that. So uh, let's uh, get right in, in into the recaps here. Um in case you didn't know, this is WrestleMania weekend, and there's been some big shows happening um, in the New York area. Um, one, of course, was the NXT TakeOver show last night at the Barclays Center. Um, instead of calling it uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, um, they call it TakeOver New York. Now, Brooklyn has been the site of SummerSlam for the better part of four years. However, this year, it's going to be in Toronto. So... I'm not fairly certain why they didn't keep it as TakeOver Brooklyn, but it is what it is. Um, all matches, all the matches last night were just outstanding. I mean, you, you couldn't have done this any better if you were a writer, you know, a script writer or a booker or a promoter. Um, the first match we had, of course, was... The uh, tag team championship match between the War Raiders defending against Ricochet and Aleister Black and what was widely speculated and confirmed as to be their final match as Black and Ricochet's last match in NXT. And, you know, early on there was that, you know, quote, feeling process um, at one point, um, you know, Raymond Rowe took down Aleister Black and... 
went to punch him, but he he pulled the punch. He held it as a show of respect, and you know, a few short moments later, um, Black went for a kick, but he pulled he pulled back, and you know, as a show of respect, and then you know, the crowd was getting into it as the match progressed. Um, if you've never seen Hanson, um, of the war Raiders, he is a large, large individual, but he does things that are just amazing. At one point, um, you know, Alistair Black does a Cape Rada, um, moonsault onto, row on the outside and then you know ricochet does his little um fosbury flop whatever and then hansen gets up on the top rope and does a somersault senton to see a 300 pound man do something like that is just amazing i mean this guy can do cartwheels to, and he does a handspring elbow, you know, they had a sequence where Ricochet went for his and Hanson moved, so Hanson did his and hit Ricochet. Um, the end was when Ricochet missed the 630 um, and fell victim to uh, the War Raiders finisher. Um, after the match, um, the two teams embraced in a sign of respect and in a very classy move, the War Raiders dropped the tag team belts onto the mat and bowed to both Ricochet and Aleister Black. And, you know, they just went um, absolutely... I mean, the crowd was chanting, you deserve it to um, Aleister Black and Ricochet as they bowed to each four sides of the ring. Ricochet seemed to be visibly moved by it. I mean, he was trying to hold back, but, you know, you could see the tears streaming down his face. So you knew this was their um, last hurrah for NXT. Um, the next match we had was um, the North American title, um, the Velveteen Dream against Matt Riddle. So it was title versus undefeated streak. Um, Matt Riddle... Um, he is a, he is a one of a kind athlete. Um, you know, he fought in the UFC before he became a pro wrestler and he's only been wrestling for about, I want to say four years now. I mean, he's just, but he is that good at what he does and his facial expressions are, are point on and he played the heel role very well last night to Velveteen Dreams, you know, scrappy underdog baby face. <clears throat> well, excuse me, and, um, you know, a lot of false finishes in this, and in the end, um, Riddle locks in the bro mission, only to be reversed into a pinfall for, um, for his shoulders to be down and get pinned for his first loss in NXT. Um, after the match, Riddle, you know, offers, you know, a fist bump, and at first... Velveteen Dream wasn't going to do it, and then he does, um, in another show of respect. So respect was being thrown around very liberally at in the first two matches, which is good. And then we cut to uh, the crowd, and we see uh, NXT Women's Cha NXT UK Women's Champion Tony Storm and uh, 
the latest signee to that brand's women's division, Piper Niven. Um, conspicuous by her absence, Kaylee Ray wasn't in the wasn't there. Um, she might have been, and they didn't um, have, show her. But <clears throat> I know for a fact that she was in New York, um, in the New York area with uh, Tony Storm and uh, Piper Niven, aka Viper from uh, ICW. And then the next match was for the NXT UK Championship. Pete Dunn and uh, Walter Dunn has held this title for 685 days. So that's like, it would have been, it's almost like a two-year reign nonstop. There hasn't been a reign like that since, you know, Hogan in the, you know, when he first won the WWF title back in 1984. An unbelievably brutal, hard-hitting, you know, British-European-style match that the crowd just ate up. Walter, without a doubt, has probably got to have the hardest chops in wrestling. And that's saying something because I've heard that BT Gun from ICW has the hardest. So I think it'd be f kind of fun to watch uh, a chop fest between BT Gun and Walter. Um... Dunn um, tried to do a triangle on the top as both he and Walter were on the top rope. Um, and Walter reversed it into a super power bomb. And then Walter did a super fly splash off the top rope to uh, pin Pete Dunn, end his historic reign as the UK champion. And become the new, and Walter is your new NXT UK champion. So Pete Dunn's either going to go full time to NXT in Orlando, or he may even be a special, or even be on the main roster either by tomorrow's WrestleMania or even Monday's uh, Raw. We shall find out. Um, the next match was the women's um, title match between. Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, Bianca Belair, and champ Shayna Baszler. Um, and uh, this was a fun one all around. Um, you know, Io Shirai and, and Kairi Sane are known as the Space Pirates. Or the Sky Pirates, I'm sorry. Um, because Io Shirai is known as the genius of the sky and Kairi Sane is the pirate princess. So they did some double team combination moves to both Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Towards the ending of the match, uh, Shirai and Sane got into it because, you know, it was every woman for themselves and they said they would fight if they had to. Um, Bianca Belair, um, she's still very, very green, um, but Mauro Ronaldo did bring up that she is a legitimate homegrown talent, you know, from the uh, performance center, and which is true. Um, but she has, has got some freakishly freakish strength. I mean, she gave she not <clears throat> God. I can't get rid of this uh, bug in my throat. Um, she at 
towards the end of the match, she gave not only Io Shirai, but also Kairi Sane, and they were stacked on top of each other, a uh, psycho driver made famous by Super Dragon of Pro Wrestling Gorilla fame. So, you know, she basically had, you know, 250, almost 300 pounds on her shoulders and just acted like it was nothing. Um, the end came when Baszler, who had been on the outside for a lot of the match, um, came in and applied the Kirafuda clutch to Belair, and Belair tried fighting it, but she tapped out. Um, so Baszler retains her title. And after that, we get shown the new assignee to NXT, and it it was no surprise but Kushida is now officially part of WWE and NXT. I just hope that they don't treat him like some of the up other Japanese talents, you know, that have come in, such as um, Hideo Watami or Asuka or, to some extent, even Shinsuke Nakamura. But Kushida is now in NXT, um... So that's super exciting. The main event was the two out of three falls match between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Um, the first fall went to Adam Cole um, after you know a chain wrestling clinic, basically, between the two. Um, Cole win, won the first fall with the last shot, which is basically a nothing more than uh, a shining wizard. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, fall two, um, Cole tr tried another last shot, but Gargano reverses, reversed it into the Gargano escape, his submission hold, and Cole tapped out immediately uh, to even the even the you know match at one fall apiece. The third fall was the more ex most exciting piece of you know it was the most exciting you know things I've ever seen. Um, both guys just went all out, even dusting off some of their old pre-NXT finishers, like Adam Cole busting out the straight jacket German suplex, and you know also the uh, um, Panama Sun Sunrise um, Canadian destro destroyer, and Gargano using the Hertz Donut. Um, maneuver and we you know they've never used those in NXT to my knowledge um at one point Gargano had um Cole in the Gargano escape again and the undisputed era came out um Roddy Strong um distracted the referee Kyle O'Reilly came in and raked Johnny Gargano across the eyes um Cole kicks Gargano into the referee. We get the ref bump. And um, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish come in. They give Johnny Gargano their finishing uh, maneuver. Um, and amazingly, the, the ref comes back in like nothing ever happened. So, you know, that was that. Um, Gargano kicks out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, paint this picture for you. Before the match started, they were all about Adam Cole. But as the match progressed, they got more into Johnny Gargano and being the underdog, you know, by himself, no friends, etc. Well, by this point, the crowd is just absolutely white hot for Johnny Gargano. They want him to win. And so at 
So um, he go, he gets knocked out to the floor, and then miraculously, quote unquote, he t- takes out all three members of the Undisputed Era. And Cole tried to do another uh, last shot. He hit one earlier, and Gargano kicked out. Um, he tried to do another one, but Gargano caught him in the Gargano escape. Uh, Cole tried reaching for the ropes, but, you know, he rolled, you know, Gargano rolled the hold, you know, Adam Cole across the middle of the ring where Cole finally tapped out. Johnny Gargano became the new NXT champion last night. Um, his wife, Candice LeRae, came into the ring to celebrate. And just as the show was closing, this is what brought everybody to their feet. It was a real good. It was a real feel good moment. Um, the former champion Tommaso Ciampa, it, wearing a neck brace, a soft neck brace, which means his 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 healing is going really well. Came uh, came out from uh, behind the curtain. And hugged Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. It was a genuinely heartwarming move, you know, heartwarming gesture. Um, you know, and it was a cool way to end the uh, event um, with DIY and, you know, all together once again as Johnny Gargano holds the uh, NXT title. So out of five matches, five, and they were all title matches at TakeOver last night, um, two titles changed hands, so that's not too shabby. Um, tonight was the WWE Hall of Fame, and, um, you know, the first inductee was the Honky Tonk Man, and... You know, he sang for the crowd, and everything was, you know, it was just like the old honky-tonk man. Um, the next inductee was Tori Wilson, and, you know, God bless Tori Wilson. Um, you know, her father, Al, who was, you know, part of a storyline in 2002, 2003, um, you know, in a, he was part of a storyline with Tori and Don Marie, Um, you know, he storyline died of a heart attack, but, you know, he went on, but, you know, unfortunately Al Wilson passed away two days ago, um, legitimately. (laughs) I mean, there's no other way to say that. Um, but you know, Tori was trying her best to hold it in, hold it together. And she finally had to let some of it out. And, you know, it was a real, um, real emotional scene for her for Tori to you know remember her father and you know it was just a really cool really cool to see her uh be inducted and then we had um Brutus the Barber Beefcake um the last time I saw him on TV he had short gray hair this time he was you know, he had longer hair, like he got hair extensions or, and it was jet black, but you know, he was just all over the place and I couldn't understand half of what he was saying. It was like he was drunk or something, but who knows? Um, 
the Warrior Award recipient, um, Sue Aitchison. Um, she's the one responsible for the Make-A-Wish um, and WWE um, partnership. And she even brought out John Cena, which was surreal because we haven't seen Cena um, in quite a while. And, you know, he... He actually holds the most wishes of all out of any celebrity of all time um, with Make-A-Wish. And they said, you know, Sue mentioned that Justin Bieber tried to say that he was, but then Make-A-Wish posted the numbers, and sure enough, John Cena has done the most. And of course, you know, we had the tag teams. Um, in a real... A, a real scary, scary moment happened. Um, the Hart Foundation, um, Jim the Anvil Neidhart and Brett the Hitman Hart were inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. Um, of course, uh, the Anvil was represented by Natalia, his daughter, and the Hitman was there. But as, hit, as Brett Hart was getting into his speech, a fan jumps the rail, tackles Brett Hart, and the screen went to black, and then there was shots shots of the crowd. Um, I not I saw the video of what happened on Twitter. Um, the guy just jumped in the ring, tackled Bret Hart, and then all of a sudden, um, you see the New Day and Heath Slater, Drew McIntyre, um, Harry Smith, who was in attendance. Teddy Hart, who was in attendance, um, Dash Wilder of the Revival, um, all get in and, you know, get this guy to the authorities, but not before Teddy Hart uh, started pounding the guy. And then as, you know, they're leading him to the police, Dash Wilder just decks the guy right in the face. And we go back, you know, we finish, you know, the hitman speech, his hair's a little messed up, but he, he said, that's what, you know, that's what it was like back in the eighties. <laughs> you know, he just, he just rolled right with it. Like, you know, nothing happened. I did see a teleprompter. So I'm wondering if uh, a lot of the speeches were done via teleprompt instead of, you know, the handwritten stuff like they've done in the past. Um, then we had Harlem heat get inducted. Um, it was really, it was a really cool um, thing to see Booker T with his brother Stevie Ray be inducted. Um, you know, I'm surprised they didn't mention the GI Bro persona that Booker T started off with. Um, they mentioned um, Sherry Martell and showed an, a graphic of her with Harlem Heat, which was really classy by the WWE. Um, and of course, Harlem Heat, um, ten-time WCW Tag Team Champions, the most ever. Um, no Spinner Rooney from Booker T. Uh, so, um, but Stevie Ray at the end of his at the end of their speech did his catchphrase, "Don't get slapjack," and suckers gotta know. Uh, that was his catchphrase from WCW during the latter portions of WCW. And of course, Booker T had got in the "Can you dig it, sucka?" line, um, and then it was time for DX, and it was surreal to see Billy Gunn. Um, in fact, 
Triple H made a comment um, because they weren't supposed to say Vince McMahon, you know, or thank Vince McMahon in the in their speeches. Billy Gunn said, "Well, he can't fire me," and Triple H just offhandedly says, "Well, I can buy that little podunk company you're in, and you know, buy that podunk company that you're in, and then fire you from there." And that brought a lot of oohs and ahs. And then, of course, Shawn Michaels saying, you know, saying that, yep, Billy Gunn, yep, you got to forgive him. He's all in. And it was just, it, it, I don't know if it was pot shots at at um, the uh, All Elites wrestling or what, but it was just, it was fun to see. And, uh, you know, of course, they did mention China, um, who unfortunately um, has been had passed away three years ago, um, but she did she deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, she was a trailblazer. I mean, the first woman to ha- have won the Intercontinental Title, the first woman to be in the Royal Rumble match. Um, you know, she was the true trailblazer of the women's division before this whole evolution started. And, you know, Sean Waltman, X-Pac, proposed something that, you know, they have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Why don't we have the China Memorial Battle Royal? That is a very good uh, point there because, as as some of you may or may not know, um, the Women's Battle Royal started last year. And originally it was going to be called the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal. But a lot of Moolah's... Um, old trainees uh, came out and said she wasn't as great of a person as, you know, the WWE wants people to think she stole money. So they quietly removed her f- name from that. So we'll see what happens tomorrow at WrestleMania. Um, the New Japan uh, Ring of Honor G1 Supercard just finished up um, a few minutes ago. Oh, um, I can't forget about the legacy inductees, um, even though one of them was still alive. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had uh, Bruiser Brody, which is good. That's good to see. Um, that w- that was really cool to see him get inducted in the legacy wing of the Hall of Fame. Uh, somebody local to here, um, the you know the Pacific Northwest, uh, Playboy Buddy Rose. Um, was inducted into the Legacy Hall, you know, Legacy uh, Wing of the Hall of Fame. Um, also, Jim Barnett, um, he was a promoter. Um, he was a promoter for um, the NWA. Um, he promoted Georgia Championship Wrestling. He was also the promoter for Australia's World Championship Wrestling long before WCW came along. Um, you know, then there was Mr. Shinma, who was the um, president of the WWF and WWF. He was the one who brokered the um, match between Muhammad Ali and Antonio Inoki. He also, um, you know, brought a lot of the Japanese talents to America um, back in the 70s. And um, Joseph Cohen, uh, who was the creator of the Madison Square Garden, um, Primo Carnera, 
the former world heavyweight boxing champion and regional NWA champion, uh, Toru Tanaka, uh, Professor Tanaka, uh, was one of the inaugural international tag team champions in the WWWF, and he's a three-time tag team champion. Um, SD Special Delivery Jones, um, who was a perennial um, low-card star, but just so respected by the crowd and the, you know, his peers. Um, he was he was a three-time NWA America's Tag Team Champion. Luna Vachon, um, of course, you know, part of the Vachon family. Wahoo McDaniel, um, Chief Wahoo McDaniel, of course. Um, was um, those were your inductees? Let's see. Yep, there's a. I'm on Wikipedia right now, and there is a. Uh, there is a mention of the Bret Hart assault incident. Um, Dash Wilder, Braun Strowman, Heath Slater, Big E. Um, I did see Xavier and Kofi, and I did see Drake Maverick. And, you know, Drake Maverick addressed the audience ask, and asked them to ignore the incident, you know, forget about that gentleman, and, you know, just con- let's continue on with the speech. And, you know, that's good. So the, the uh, G1 ROH Supercard just ended. Um... So let's get into uh, this recap. Um, they had an Honor Rumble, which is like the Royal Rumble. And it's kind of like the New Japan Rumble at um, the Tokyo Dome shows. Um, Kenny King won that. Um, in fact, he was out first, followed by Minoru Suzuki. And I guess they edited um, all the audio songs from, uh, you know, like the Japanese, um, like the New Japan people. Guys, uh, hard to say. Um, Cheeseburger came back, was next in. And then the Beer City Bruiser came in. Then Show of Rapongi 3K. And then Shingo Takagi. And then Bushi. Nobody had been eliminated by the time Bushi came in. Then Yo, Show's tag team partner. Uh, the Beer City Bruiser was eliminated as Shaheem Ali came out. Um, Rhett Titus entered. LSG, Shaheem Ali's tag partner, was in next. Then Taguchi came out. Will Ferrara returned. I guess he'd been out with an injury. Rocky Romero came in, did the forever clotheslines to everyone. Taguchi coached him and then everyone in the match to do clotheslines to Bushi in the corner. Third base coach style. Brian Malonis came out next and eliminated Coast to Coast at the same time. Bad Luck Fale was there. Um, he eliminated Sho and Yo. And then he threw Cheeseburger out. But the Shinobu Shadow Squad, Cheeseburger's faction caught him and threw him back in so his feet didn't touch the floor. Um, Fale and Malonis had a Haas Brawl. And then Titus and Ta- Rhett Titus and Takagi were eliminated. Tracy Williams came out and brawled with Suzuki. Um, Yoshihashi came out. Uh, it doesn't say when Chase Owens was in. Um, Jushin Liger came in. Jushin Liger came in. 
Um, he elim- eliminated uh, Brian Malonis. The Kingdom came in, eliminated a few wrestlers. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii came in to a very loud reaction. Then when Toro Yano came out, he ran to the announce table and ordered Colt Cabana to get in the Rumble. So they switched spots. Cabana entered, and um, <clears throat> Yano did commentary in English and Japanese. I'm going to have to see if I get get a copy of this to watch this. Uh, King Haku was the next entrant and got a uh, legend reaction. He put Cabana in the Toggin Death Grip. Now, the next entrant was a total shock to the crowd in Madison Square Garden. It was the Great Muda. It was his first ever appearance in Madison Square Garden. And he threw everyone out. Um, and then Suzuki and Ishii had a showdown. They've been they've had their matches in Japan, but this was the first time, you know, that they had something like this stateside. So um the kingdom eliminated a number of wrestlers, and it was down to Muda, Liger versus the Kingdom, even though in th- in theory uh, Muda and Liger were teased as the final two, but Kenny King, who was hiding under the ring, eliminated both wrestlers, you know, as a to- total cowardly act. Um, but, you know, he, Liger and uh, Muda beat up Kenny King <laughs> afterwards, and Liger got a, a thank you Liger chant as he uh, left the uh, arena. Uh, the next match was... Uh, Ring of Honor TV champ Jeff Cobb versus IWGP never openweight champ Will Ospreay in a title for title versus title. Um, you know, of course, you know, Ring of Honor is always, you know, outstanding with New Japan. Um, but Jeff Cobb is now the ROH television champ and IWGP never openweight champion. So he now holds two titles. The next match was Roosh versus Dalton Castle. Um, it was a relatively quick match with Roosh go- winning the match and Castle turning seemingly heel. Um, Kelly Klein uh, regained the Women of Honor world title for, by defeating Mayu Iwatami. But after the match, um, the surprise appearance of Angelina Love and Velvet Sky came in got into Klein's face. Mandy Leone, who was on commentary, came in and attacked Klein. They they painted an anarchy symbol on Klein's forehead with lipstick. And it's their new faction, Allure. And I guess it's really killed the crowd. Uh, Mega Ran came out and had another altercation with Bully Ray. Um, it was supposed to be Juice Robinson versus Bully Ray for in this street fight. But then it became a six-man street fight with Flip Gordon, Juice Robinson, and Mark Haskins versus Bully Ray, Shane Taylor, and Silas Young with Gordon, Robinson, and Haskins getting the win after Flip Gordon hit a 450 on Bully Ray. Uh, For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, it was champion Taiji Ishimori taking on Bandito and Dragon Lee and in, in a shock, um, Dragon Lee from CMLL is your new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. So there's our there's our second title change of the night. Third title change, actually. Um, and then in the 
IWGP Tag Team Title Match. And I thought this was a winner-take-all match. Um, apparently not, but uh, the Gorillas of Destiny retained um, their title by defeating uh, Villain Enterprises, Evil and Sonata, and the Briscoes. Um, and of course, there was there was another incident with one Enzo Amore. He tried to do his shtick before Bully Ray came out, and there was a scuffle. And but apparently, this might be a work because I guess Big Cass was there as well. So who knows if Big Cass and Enzo, Cass and Enzo are now in Ring of Honor? We'll find out in the coming weeks, I guess. Uh, for the Rev Pro British Heavyweight title, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi in 15 minutes. Um, you know, just Zack Sabre Jr. is a freaking machine. He's probably the most technically sound wrestler alive today. Hands down. Um, the IWGP Intercontinental title was up for grabs as... Tetsuya Naito defended against Kota Ibushi. Um, you know, a lot of this was the first true uh, authentic New Japan match, and Ibushi ends up winning the t the uh, title in just over twenty minutes. Um, then we had the ROH World Heavyweight Title match, ladder match, three way Matt Taven versus Champion Jay Lethal and Marty Skrull. Uh, Matt Taven is now your new Ring of Honor World Champion. And the main event was for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. The New Japan Cup winner, Kazuchika Okada, taking on champion Jay White. And, you know, and in, in the end... It was... Okada hitting a, a tombstone, two rainmakers, which is his, you know, ripcord clothesline, and won the match and is the IWGP world champion again. Um, I believe this is his fourth reign or fifth reign. I am not sure. I'm going to have to look into this. But he he won the title again. I, oops, I did that wrong. GP. Uh, and I guess I, I'm going to say it's his fourth. Fifth reign. It is his fifth reign. His fourth reign was the longest. Um, how? Let's see. How long did he hold the title? Fifty-five days. And only one, and it was his first defense. This was Jay White's first defense, and he only held it for fifty-five days. Okay, so Okada is your new Ring of Honor champion, or not Ring of Honor, New Japan IWGP Heavyweight Champion. So tomorrow is WrestleMania. Um, it's going to be a stacked card. It looks like. 
um, they've they've announced fifteen matches. Oops. Um, no word yet on if the Raw tag team title will be defended or not. Um, the women's battle... Oh! <clears throat> uh, let's see. Pre-show is the women's battle royal and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. So, here's the card. Um, of course, uh, Seth Rollins takes on Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Uh, in a winner-take-all triple threat uh, match that will headline WrestleMania, um, Ronda Rousey, the Raw Women's Champion, will take on Charlotte, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Becky Lynch. Um, triple H will take on Batista in a no-holds-barred match. If Triple H loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. Um, Kurt Angle will face Baron Corbin in his final singles match ever. His last match ever, period. Um, Shane McMahon will face The Miz in a Falls Count Anywhere match. AJ Styles um, will take on Randy Orton. Samoa Joe defends the United States Championship against Rey Mysterio. Bobby Lashley defends the Intercontinental Championship against Finn Balor. And it's going to be the Demon Finn Balor. Um, and of course, the Demon Finn Balor is undefeated on WWE pay-per-views. Um, Roman Reigns would take, takes on Drew McIntyre. A fatal four-way um, mat, tag match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, the Boston Hug Connection, uh, Bailey and Sasha, defend against the Divas of Doom, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. The Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, and Nia Jackson Tamina. Bra Daniel Bryan defends the WWE Championship against Kofi Kingston. The Usos defend their tag team title, their SmackDown Tag Team Championship, in a fatal four-way match against The Bar, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, and Ricochet and Aleister Black. And just announced um, for the Raw Tag Team Championship, The Revival will defend against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. And let's see if we have any... And it's still the same people entered. Let's see if anybody else... Yeah, so there's going to be some surprise entrants in both Battle Royals tomorrow. So we shall see tomorrow um, what happens with, you know, WrestleMania. It, it's got... It's not going to live up to the standard that an, the NXT TakeOver shows do, and, which is a shame. But it is what it is. And... I'm going to cut this one out now. Um, again, um, thank you to um, Sydney Logan and Clever for your kind words for, um, you know, the issue I was going through yesterday. Um, thank you again to Tomiko for um, allowing me to interview her in the future. And I will catch you guys tomorrow for a live WrestleMania reaction show. Um, until then, you guys keep it real and uh, I'll see you at the matches. Take care.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.